From the studio under the stairs, it's only the good parts. An unscientific look at life's biggest questions. This is GJ. I'm here today with Lisa. Howdy. And today's topic is... The Tour de France. Lisa, what do we mean when we say the Tour de France? (laughs) We mean the annual bicycle race that takes place in France and other nearby countries, lasting 21 days. Well, actually, 23, 21 are cycling days. Mm -hmm. And it actually begins this Saturday. So I noticed that it's just two of us in the studio today. Yeah, it is. Yes, and why is that? Because Natalie... Went to hang out with her friends. No, she actually went out ta- out of town for like a senior trip, kind mm-hmm. of. Because didn't get one over spring break. So Yeah, no, so we miss her. She's out this week. She's Absolutely. on. She's taking vacation, which is right. much, much needed. Absolutely. Much deserved. Mm-hmm. But uh, that gives us a chance to talk about a topic maybe she didn't want to talk about. Yeah, she probably wouldn't have chosen this topic. Quite frankly, I wouldn't have chosen it myself when I was her age. And I kind of got into it in a weird sideways way. And now it's completely addictive. Bias alert. All right. Have you ever been in the Tour de France or watched it? <laughs> I've watched or, it. Okay. Have you ever been there? I've, I've been to France, but not during the tour. That would be awesome. Yeah. No, um, I've watched it on TV as well. Uh, I, I think maybe what about 12, 13 years now, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah we've been watching it for a while now. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about this topic because... Uh, it's it's there's just much more than the general race, and I'm sure we'll get into all of that uh, as we move forward here. But uh, there's just a lot of fun components to it, right? I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move to questions. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Question one. Shall I do it? Sure. Okay. Why don't you go? I'll start. If you were to take on an official role as part of the Tour de France, what would that be, and why? So I can let you think, and I'll tell you what mine would be. Sure, go ahead. So I don't know if this still exists or not, but watching the tour, they have to let the riders in the peloton, all the bikes riding together, let them know kind of what the time is and how Mm -hmm. far they're behind the leaders. And so they always, there was was a person that used to ride backwards on the motorcycle to show the riders with a chalkboard with the times on it. That'd be me. Okay. <laughs> so giving the riders just a heads up as to... I, I want to ride backwards on the yeah. motorcycle with a chalkboard. No, I 100%, <laughs> I, I would want to be in the um, air conditioning. So probably some sort of um, announcer, maybe announcing there the race. Go. Or yeah. maybe even better commenter where they just come to me like once every hour or so. And mm-hmm. I just give my opinions and sit in the air conditioning. Yeah, you could you could have the, the fan view. You could, you could offer the fan perspective. Yeah, while under the fan. Well, under a fan. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. All right, Lisa, I'm going to ask you a question here. What's your favorite jersey? So there are four jerseys. Okay. The yellow, the green, Mm -hmm. the white, and the polka dot. So what's your favorite and why? Okay. My favorite is the green, which is the sprinter's jersey. Uh Uh-huh. And that is because probably my favorite cyclist, Peter Sagan. Oh, boy. Just a second. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And why is he your favorite? Um... Other than the fact that he's adorable. Mm. No, he's actually quite a character. Um, 
you know, when he's in the sprints, he's, he's a, a tremendous cyclist, but when he's in the, um, the mountain stages, which are the more difficult ones for him because mm-hmm. he's a sprinter, um, he, he tends to do fun things for the crowd. Like he'll ride yeah. his bike on one wheel and he's just sort of a character. So I've, I've kind of enjoyed watching him and watching his career. And he's a little bit different of a cyclist cause he's a little bit of a hybrid where he can do the mountains, but he's also a sprinter. So he kind of falls in this weird little <laughs> pocket and he's won the green Jersey, like, four times yeah quite 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 a a few few i I think it's yeah it's maybe even seven um so i know this is only the good parts i know Mm -hmm. we're just trying to keep we're trying to keep it non-technical here but the sprint competition is essentially the fastest person in the race is what they say and 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 there's sprinters and then there's people who are called climbers and those are the folks who are better at climbing up the mountains and a sprinter you think of it as like a game there's points you can get for certain things and the person gets the most sprint points yes wins wins the exactly and of course the yellow jersey is the overall winner mm-hmm. and that's done that that that's that's the overall lowest time out of all 21 stages Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with the polka dot <laughs> and that's the white Jersey with red polka dots mm-hmm. on it. I, and, and I, it's not so much. And, and so this is for the best climber. So we talked right. about sprinters. This is for the best climber. Mm-hmm. Usually the person up and over the mountains and gets the most points in that competition. Yeah. But actually that's not why I like it. Why do you like it? I just think it looks cool. It is cool. Yeah. It's a cool looking Jersey. <laughs> and you know what I kind of love is when you watch the tour de France on television, you'll see lots, especially when they're in the mountain stages, you'll see lots of fans wearing this, yes. the polka dot jersey which i kind of love because it kind of looks a little bit clownish but yet it's <laughs> yeah like it looks this, fun but it's this incredible feat to be the king of the mountain yes and then the final jersey of course is white which is best rider under 25 mm-hmm. so there's an overall lowest lowest time and then the best rider under 25 mm-hmm. and sometimes it's the same person it, like, it it's amazing when it is all right so my next question is if you created your own tour to something what would it be? Okay, so I do know that the Tour de France was uh, created by a newspaper, if I remember right, oh, that hundred right. and some years ago, mm-hmm. as a way to drum up to sell more papers. Okay, so they want so they created this uh, multi-day, multi-week competition so that they could report on something and people would buy the papers <laughs> daily. What, they needed news. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And I, and I think a lot of I think a lot of you know hundred plus years ago, I think a lot of those sorts of uh, events were created like that. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying the tour to something. The tour to something. Okay, do you have an idea? Kind of. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm thinking mine would be the tour to puppy. Oh, oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> and yep. you would have tour all these different these all these different puppies that would have like a little obstacle course to do. <laughs> so so like the the puppy bowl for the Super Bowl. Kind of, but it'd be the tour to puppy. But the tour the tour to puppy. <laughs> um well, in that case, um have you ever heard of zombie crawls? Yes. I'm going to go toward a zombie crawl. Toward a zombie crawl. Yes. <laughs> going to 21 different uh, pubs uh, near a zombie crawl? <laughs> yeah, I guess either before or slightly after you're dead. Yes. <laughs> All right, Lisa, crashes. Do you find them exciting? Oh, my god! Is this good TV or is this is no. this voyeurism? No, it's it's it scares and, the pants and, off and, me. And for those who uh, crashes, like it sounds, it's when a bicyclist... Oh. crashes and, or and falls to the ground. And there's certain days that maybe they're going over the cobblestones or it's raining and they're on slippery, you know, pavement and you, you just hear the commentators talking about it mm-hmm. and then you just know it's coming. You just know because they are going so full out sometimes and then, or they're so close together in the Peloton that you just know one person makes a littlest mistake. Mm-hmm. They're all going down and it's just, you just, you just, 
it's they're, scary. They're so close together. They they are going. They're going so. They're going much faster than it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, 35, 40 miles an hour in a car, you know, doesn't feel that fast. But on a bike, that oh is my gosh! Flying. And when they descend on some of those mountaintops, oh, and they're going and they're doing sixty, yeah. And if it's mm-hmm. raining, I mean, I'm just like. You know, your your heart is just in your throat because you're just waiting for, you just don't want to see any of them get injured. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I, I must admit, I do watch it for the tension of mm-hmm. a potential crash, but I never want them to crash. Sure. But there's this tension. There's this, yeah, this well, that's, what makes if. makes it exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it exciting. All right. So I thought this was kind of something that I wanted to hear from, from you and maybe our listeners will chime in too. When was the first time you heard the word Peloton? <laughs> I think, okay, for me, mm-hmm. it was, I think it was the first year. We, you, was, I don't even know how this came to be, but you or and or I decided to watch the Tour de France the first mm-hmm. time. Probably about 2007, 2008, somewhere that in there. That sounds right. And they kept sending Peloton. And I know. I think it took me a couple of days to realize what they meant. But And it means group. Right. right? And I think now it's it's out there in the vernacular or out there in the world so much now. Because There's a of company. The, because the company, Peloton, mm-hmm. that makes the, the bikes and the treads and all of that. And so it's like it's like in common day knowledge. And so people say the word all the time. But I remember the first time I just think I remember looking over at you being like, what are they talking about? What is that? You know, I found a lot of the references, the first, uh, you know, for, for me, and uh, it probably took me at least two, if not three years to fully, not even fully, but to start to understand the sport yeah. um, of cycling. And, and I think because so much of it is based in um, not only French, but, but a lot of different European languages right? that, um, uh, that I'm just not as familiar with. And so it was just kind of figuring out, you know, groupetto, right? You know, mm-hmm. figuring out the different, you know, which is the small group at the back of mountains, right? Sure, like, yeah. Why would you need that? Why but would you need that name? Why would you need that oh, name? I, I do think one of the things that always really impresses me when you're watching the tour is they always are interviewing the riders and they can be from all over the world and they all speak English. Mm-hmm. And that kind of blows my mind because yeah. in this country, we're we're so mon- monolingual, not everybody, but primarily, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And to just hear these people who grew up all over the world just get up in front of a microphone and speak English. <laughs> Give an interview right after riding 120 I miles know. or so. I know. It's amazing. At 50 miles an hour, whatever it is. <laughs> yes. Okay, I have a controversial question to ask you. Uh-oh. How possible is it for Pee Wee Herman to win the Tour de France? Oh, boy. So do you remember this? I, I, I remember Pee-wee's big adventure. Yes, he has this dream mm-hmm. that he's riding in the Tour de France on his Seriously? on his upright on his big, on up- his big upright bike, and he's yeah. winning, and he's like ha ha, you know, and he's going through. <laughs> yeah, you did a pretty good laugh there. Did I good? And, and and yeah, so how how possible would it be for him to actually win this race? Um, realistically, <laughs> yes, not at all. In his dreams. In his dreams. In his dreams, in yeah. His dreams, in yeah. His dreams. I mean, I don't think I, until I started watching it, I kind of was thinking, oh, a bunch of guys get on bikes and they ride them and whoever comes in first wins. And it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. Yeah. Like, it's it's actually a group sport. It's a team sport, which I did not understand. Yeah, that 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 is the part that surprised me is how much it is a team sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, even though one in this case, one guy or one gentleman ends up winning, but it's, right. but really it's the whole team. I mean, the team gets them there. They can't, no one person can get there on their own. So I'm thinking uh, Pee Wee Herman, um, the thing is, is his bike is just too upright. 
it's it just is. not aggressive enough. He, mm-hmm. It's just not aerodynamic, if he, you ask he, he me. He does kind of have that cyclist um, physique, though. <laughs> I, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> monster joke. Uh-oh, time for monster jokes. Oh, goody. All right, so... Um, obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously, I just talked about a movie. Mm-hmm. I did not pull clips this week. Right. Uh, you know, I know you and I wanted to talk through Tour de France a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton of movies, um, out there about the Tour de France. Yeah. So I thought what I'd do is bring some monster jokes okay. here and then, you know, we'll do reflections a little bit later, but okay. otherwise we'll just keep going back and forth with questions. All right. All right. Good. Here we go. Question number one. Why did the vampire take his bike to bed with him? Why? Because he didn't want to walk in his sleep. Huh? He didn't want to walk in his sleep, so he took his bike. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> what? <laughs> he didn't want to sleepwalk. Uh, what do you get if you, tro- if you cross a bike and a flower? Flower petal? Bicycle petals. Uh, with a T, not a D. A Bicycle oh, petals. Okay. And why can't a bicycle stand upon its own? <laughs> Why can't a bicycle stand up on its own? <laughs> because it doesn't have any feet? Because it's too tired. <laughs> too tired. No, I, I get it. Two of them. Too tired. Too tired. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a monster joke. All right. So that's been monster jokes when really I think there's only one monster involved. and uh, but, but they were bicycle related. Bicycle related jokes. Let's move back to questions, Lisa. All right. So what activity could you do for 21 days? For 21 days. So you think about this. Well, it's actually 23 days and two rest days, but I'll just say 21 days. So you think about they are getting up and cycling like hundreds of miles. I think it's over 2,000 miles, most routes. But up crazy mountains that Mm. I wouldn't even want to drive up. And so I'm trying to think, like, what could I do? For 21 days. Like, what activity? Well, I know I've talked about bicycling across the United States, but it would take a lot more than 21 days. True. And it would take a lot more training than I'm doing now. But, I mean, you would be doing that activity for 21 days. Yeah, I've always thought it would be nice to, um, and I know some of these folks, you, you, you dip the rear tire, like, in the Pacific and the front tire in the Aww. Atlantic, right? I've always thought that might be fun. Okay, can you do a bias alert for me? Yeah. Bias alert. So... I have not been like a cyclist traditionally. It's not been my sport of choice. Okay. However, we last year we got e-bikes and this is probably a great topic for another episode when Natalie's not around because she (laughs) won't want to talk about them. But I have to say they have converted me. They are flipping amazing. And I would go across country now that I have an e-bike. Oh, so on on the e-bike itself. Yes. All right, next question. Um, let's see. Oh, would you would you ever travel with the tour? Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. So, oh, so in what way? Explain it. Well, I think it would be really cool to go over to France and follow the tour somehow, or maybe go in advance of the tour, but just kind of like leapfrog them and kind of be at different points and along their tour and 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 see the cyclists and see kind of the whole environment because it's it really seems like it's a huge national event mm-hmm. um in france and in the bordering countries that it goes through yeah i um i i, I think 
the ro- romanticized version of that, as you just mm-hmm. explained, sounds really interesting to me. I right. think the uh, execution of it. Yeah. Um, and plus, and, and when I think about that, uh, you're standing in a spot waiting to cheer on these bicyclists that are going to come <laughs> by for what, about five seconds? Because they're just going to whip by you. Depending on where you are. Yeah. Yes. So maybe maybe not a spectator sport for me, but I, boy, it's, it's really, um, when you watch it on TV, it really is almost a commercial for traveling you know to and within france yeah they do these helicopter shots over the alps or i mean or the pyrenees and you're just like oh my gosh i just want to be there so it might be a fun excuse just to just to follow the tour not maybe not for the race as much as just kind of go to the same destinations and and learn about new small little cities what i think is cool is you'll see people in like their um rvs Oh, yeah. We'll go up, uh, you know, one of the mountains and be parked on the side, you know, kind of they're hanging out, waiting for the cyclist to come through, and then they probably go to the next one. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I'm out of questions, dude. Oh, you're already out of questions? Yeah, okay. we went through mine. Oh, wow. We went through yours pretty fast. Okay, well, let me, okay, let me ask you another controversial question. Oh, boy. This does not involve Pee Wee Herman, though. Okay. <laughs> and actually, all I wrote was Lance Armstrong. Oh, that <laughs> okay. Is, it's only the good parts. I get but it. But we should. I, I think it's tough to talk about the Tour de France without talking about Lance Armstrong, especially True. here in the United States. True. And I, I think that I remember we he came back and was in a tour. Um, maybe it was the second or third year that we were watching. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. I remember looking down at the screen and they always have like these little mini jerseys. And to t- let you know where each of the jerseys are on the course. Yeah. And they had this one jersey and I'm looking at it and I go, what's that jersey? It was Lance Armstrong. It was mm-hmm. So you knew where Lance Armstrong was. And I will say this, he did change the sport. Yeah. At least from an American perspective. Maybe if you're European, maybe not. Um, but I do think he raised the awareness level of the, the professional cycling sport for an American audience, you know, Good or bad. And he is, again, for, for better or worse, he is fun to watch when he, w- w- you know, when he was riding. And, mm-hmm. and even when you and I saw him uh, live on, well, live on TV, mm-hmm. but but even that was, I think, his kind of his comeback, mm-hmm. like his one or two year comeback. Mm-hmm. I, but he, he, he changes the course of the race. Uh, ju- he, he just rides differently than other people. He just mm-hmm. has a different um, style and different right. tactics and right. strategies. Um, it does seem like NBC had him on last year. So mm-hmm. I think NBC has forgiven him. And maybe what we should say is, uh, you know, so he was, um, he, he was accused of and, and confessed to, to, yes. to doping. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the belief has made him maybe a better, faster rider, right, uh, which right. is why maybe he won his seven times. So what, what the tour did and what the organization behind it did is they, they said, okay, he, he didn't win those and they kind of gave it to the next place people. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple people were involved in this, not Correct. just Lance, but he, right. he has the, uh, the name recognition. So it seems like, uh, NBC has forgiven him. Um, mm. they're, they're promoting his podcast. Uh, it's actually a pretty interesting podcast, especially okay. during the tour. Sure. Um, I listened to it last year and of course, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's, 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 it's well mm-hmm. worth it. He's mm-hmm. an interesting guy, but, um, actions have consequences they do. and, they and do. I think that happened here and I think mm-hmm. it was appropriate. Mm-hmm. I agree. Reflection. All right, this is the part of the podcast in which we reflect on past episodes. Ah. Lisa, do you have any reflections today? Not today. Okay, well, I I have one from okay. listener Pete. Oh, nice. And actually, uh, actually, 
Bias alert. We ran into him in person. We so did. he gave us he gave us this topic in person. So he was listening to our camping episode last week mm-hmm. and said that he wanted to throw out there we were talking about the different types of camping. He said, "How about a cabin camper?" This is so it, it's it's a little bit of an upgrade as far as Maybe you might have electricity so you can plug in your iPhone if you need to like <laughs> recharge <laughs> it. Um, you know, usually you'll still share, like maybe there's a restroom facility nearby that mm-hmm. you'll share with other cabin campers. Um, but you kind of have your four, you have your four walls and a door. Okay. okay. Uh, and, and, and a roof. Yeah, and a roof and maybe like a cot. Okay. So it's, a, it's, you know, it's not clamping, but it's also not, you know, sleeping out under the stars. So he wanted to th- toss that out there as a possible. Okay. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Kind of easing your way into the the, the tent business. <laughs> yes. Well, and then afterwards I was thinking, and, and I know, uh, Lisa, you and I talk about this uh, off air a lot, but their Volkswagen's coming out with something called the ID Buzz, mm-hmm. which is their electric version of the minibus. Mm-hmm. And it's they're coming out with it in the next couple of years. That might be an interesting, you know, uh, maybe not a full week camping experience, but that might, uh, I think they're going to come out with different uh, ways to turn that into a camper of some oh, sort as well. I, I've got to imagine that is going to be just a ton of fun. Reflections. All right. So that was the reflection section. And so you're out of questions, Lisa. I, questions. I think I have one I'm or done. two more. So All let right. me, let me just, I'll just go through the rest of mine. Okay. About the Tour de France. All right. So we talked earlier about the different jerseys and what they mean. So Lisa, do you have a favorite stage? So typically there's a sprint stage, mountain mm-hmm. stage, time trial, you know. Yeah. I, uh, and, I, yeah. I usually skip the time trial days. So All right. So not time trial, mountain or sprint? Mountains. mountains. And why yes. is that? Um, I think a, it's gorgeous. It's just mm-hmm. so beautiful when yeah. they're they're doing that stage. It's also super exciting because it's the most dangerous stages. And then it's also, from a fan spectating part, it's also really interesting because the fans are just really crazy. Yeah, and this is where, if you've seen the images of fans getting really close to the riders, it's Mm -hmm. typically, because they're going uphill, so they're not going as fast as normal. I mean, even going 10, 12 miles an hour up some of those hills... is incredibly fast, actually. Right. But but it's not, you know, and, and that's right. when you see folks trying to run alongside. Run them. alongside in the Borat bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've seen a, over the years. We've seen a lot of interesting combinations. I think mm-hmm. there, there's a devil guy that shows up every once in a while. Yeah. There was that bottle cleaning service, uh, like the water bottle. Remember water that? Bottle guy, yes. The water bottle guy showed up. Uh, yeah, Borat. The Borat. Borat people. The last few years have been I out. I know. And those Europeans there's, are there's not. There's been sometimes there's not been any clothing on. Well, and that's what I was going to say. The Europeans are not shy, and and in fact, <laughs> last year live on TV, they 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 showed more of a of one or two gentlemen than uh, <laughs> would typically be shown on NBC. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> yes, uh, and then and then the sprint stages is typically the whole pack tends to stay somewhat mm-hmm. together, and then at the end the sprinters go out and race for the the win. Right. Um, which can be exciting, but I'm with you. I, I find I find the mountain stage is the most it, Does, most interesting. When it's a sprint stage, I tend to jump in in the last like five minutes and watch that. I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but that's kind of what I do. 
Oh, and that's all the time we have. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the end of the time for wow, today. we did it. We did it. So that's been the, the Tour de France. So uh, this was a little bit different episode. For sure. Yeah, we. I think we talked a little bit more about the technical specifics of the race. We were trying to make it as funny as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but for those of you who hung in there, thank you. Um, we, we really, it, 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 I guess I highly recommend it. Absolutely. Don't you, Just Lisa? check it out. Yeah. Check it out. It's just a very interesting whole environment. There is so much going on within, you know, there's races within the race and everything. So um, I find it very interesting. I do so. too. All right, Lisa, what did we learn today? We learned that you and I can talk without Natalie for quite a while around the Tour de France. <laughs> yeah, it just might not be as fun or as engaging, but we'll see. We miss her. We do miss her. We she always miss her. She definitely adds a lot of levity. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I, I think what, what, what I learned is uh, there was one point when Scooter started chewing on some headphones. <laughs> and when there's only two of us in the room. <laughs> you got to act fast. You have to act fast. And when there's only two of us, there's a bigger gap between us. Right, so, uh, right. We got to keep an eye on him. All right. E- email us your uh, questions at goodpartspodcast at gmail.com. I'll record your question on a voice memo. If we use it on the air, you will win a fabulous prize. Yes, yes, yes. And on behalf of Lisa. Thank you, everyone. And Scooter, this is GJ from the studio under the stairs saying see you next time.